Hey, I'm Russ. And I'm Steve. Growing up in the 80s, we were introduced to video games, movies, and technology that made a lasting impression on us and forever enriched our lives. I think I'm gonna cry! It's been a fascinating journey to be a part of, one that we constantly treasure. Fire! Booty! Our goal is simple. Share our magical moments of discovery and geek out with lovely folks. Just like you! Uh, achievement unlocked! So if you crave pixel goodness, memorable moments, and experiences that make your inner child do the happy dance, you've come to the right place. Let's do this! Welcome to Joygasm! <laughs> yeah! Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Joygasm, where we talk about video games, movies, and pop culture. I'm Russ, Xbox Live Toaster 360, and joining me is my macho munchkin, Steve, Xbox Live Steve. As we partake in episode 49 today, December 1st, 2017. To get the most out of Joygasm, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on joygasm.tv and soundcloud.com slash joygasm TV. Also, for exclusive access and some sweet goodies, check us out at patreon.com slash joygasm. And no matter which platform you use to enjoy the show, please drop us a subscription, a thumbs up, or perhaps even a review. Why? I'll tell you why. Because it helps us build awareness, which we appreciate very much. We have a more of a lighter show for you. Almost like a snowflake light, if you will, just kind of floating along the cooler breeze. Snowflake, huh? Yeah, we went now. Now here's the deal: we don't have really any gaming news this particular podcast episode. But that's okay. That's okay. But we do have some little sprinklings of movie news, which includes Stranger Things, Daisy Ridley's future with Star Wars, more Hellboy movie reboot news, and Disney acquisition talks resuming. Our topic of the day, which I think it goes without saying, <laughs> we are both very excited about, is reviewing the Avengers Infinity War trailer that came out earlier this week. But um, first things first, Steve, how you doing? Russ, um, tis the season, you know. Tis the season to be merry. Tis the season to bang on your microphone with your newly purchased holiday mug. Oh, it's so good. For, just to be able to describe to all of you lovely folks out there. Mm. I went with my wife to Pier 1 Imports, and this is a, by uh, no means a uh, plug for Pier 1. Mm. However, it was right after Thanksgiving, and the two of us needed to get away from all of the in-laws, if you know what I'm saying. Be able to get a little brother fresh air. Plus, we had to exchange some stuff. <laughs> While we were there, though, um, I came across this mug, and this is seriously just the coolest mug ever. I think um, maybe uh, Steve can get a little picture of me mm. slurping my hot chocolate, which I'm drinking right now. Considering it's December 1st, I thought it was very fitting. But um, the, just it's just this epic mug that you can put either coffee or hot chocolate, whatever, in. The handle is red and white striped, so it's almost like some sort of demented uh, candy cane, if you will. And then the, uh, what were you going to say, Steve? It looks like uh, almost 
like red uh, tape. <laughs> duct okay, tape. It doesn't look that Red ghetto. duct tape on, on a piece <laughs> of silver. <laughs> anyway, it's a green <laughs> mug and it has little white swirlies kind of pattern throughout it. And there's an actual mm. bell, which I'm sure you guys can probably hear. I'm, I'm jingling it right now. It's attached to the mug and around that says jingle all the way. Either that or so anybody who's looking for you can find you with your mug. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere, wherever you are in the house. If I'm playing hide and go seek, this is not going to do me any favors. But yeah. um, I mean, the inside is all like red colored. I mean, it's just, it's really cool. This is definitely a Russ Christmas mug. I feel more into the holiday spirit as I hold this. Mm. <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah. Steve. What? What is new with you? Well, Russ, since the last podcast, I've had a very budgeted romance with the girlfriend. Mm, it was nice having her here. Indeed. I was surprised that she pled the fifth the entire time we were talking. Yeah. It's like, say something. <laughs> Hello? Uh, it's not going to happen. Apparently his girlfriend's a mute. Yeah. <laughs> she don't talk much. <laughs> <laughs> So, but she loves charades. <laughs> I'm dating a mime. <laughs> but you guys had fun though? We had fun. Uh, so I didn't watch any, oh no, I watched stuff, but we didn't play any games, Russ. No games were played. No games? No games. Movies on the other hand. Oh, so the, man, this is playing right into the fact that this is more of a movie-centered uh, or movie-centric. We didn't even plan it episode. that way. Nah. Are you going to ask me what I watched, bro? Steve, what did you watch well, with your girlfriend? Okay, so I started making a list. I hope I remembered everything here. So, we watched, and she suggested this, by the way, Russ. Okay. She suggested we watch the original Ninja Turtles. You're kidding. The 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That's correct. That is one of my all-time favorite movies. And she enjoyed it. And it was just as good watching it the 14th or 15th time I've watched it. Now I think it's 15 times. Uh, it's still just enjoyable. It was a great movie. Mm. So uh, then we watched a little bit of Rend... I have not heard that one. Uh-huh. Wind... River. The, the W is in the R's together. Kind of Wind River. I've never Wind heard of that. River. That, that, that came out this year, about three or four months ago, Russ. Ah. That stars uh, Jeremy Renner, who's uh, the dude, uh, what was it, uh, Hawkeye. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was a kind of a slow burner movie. Not a bad movie, per se. Just it's kind of, kind of a-, a movie you like to make out against. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say that. No. no. I, I, uh, you know. I, I wouldn't say that. The kind of movie I like to just munch popcorn with. I think she actually fell asleep at some point. But, oh. uh, I, it had my attention. So that's all that matters, Ross. Okay, okay. Let's say, uh, oh, she wanted to watch Moana. Moana, did you actually watch the whole thing? We watched the whole thing. That was interesting. I really want to see that movie. I, that, it's, I've kind of fallen off the, mm. I think we talked about this in a, in a recent episode, but I've kind of fallen off the Pixar bandwagon which is saying something because I'm a huge Pixar fan, but Moana is one of those movies. And actually, technically speaking, Disney's the one that right. actually was behind Moana. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. They, they, basically because of the music. Yeah. They kind of start using the same songs uh, kind of a little bit too often in the in the, in the the movie. So, But was like, it, hey. but did you like it? I mean, did you, yeah, did you yeah, it was good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. 
Dwayne the Dwayne the Rock uh, Johnson is in it, uh-huh. and he's uh, the voice of. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, the demigod. Yeah, he sings like the one song that gets stuck in your head. Uh, I'm not even gonna. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you're gonna want to see it. it it's I'm fun. sure I will. What else did you see? Steve? Uh, she recommended we start to see. 13 hours. 13 hours. That's another good one. Uh, so, yeah, not a lot of sleep was had that night after that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she enjoyed it. Um, and then after she left, I watched two more episodes of The Punisher. So you were up to episode six? Uh, no. Or five? I, I just, I completed uh, episode five, yeah. Okay. And I will tell you, Russ. Netflix is raising their prices. By a buck, right? Uh, well, I thought it was two bucks. I haven't been paying attention to how much the streaming costs. Maybe I should have. But mm. the when I flipped over, they sent the announcement saying that it's going up uh, to $10.99 for streaming. Mm. The day after Christmas. So, yeah. happy Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Extra fee. <laughs> Yeah, that's a show that I still need to continue because I, I really haven't uh, <laughs> gone past that first episode. But I love that first episode. I did talk to our good old friend, Brad. Did you? Who um, was curious about The Punisher. He actually got a little bit farther ahead than I did. Mm. And he was a little concerned. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how the first episode was great. He yes. t- totally agreed. But then uh, apparently in episodes two and three, it just it kind of... Eh, for him, it wasn't as memorable, so it caused me to ponder that a little bit. Yeah, I was holding back, Russ. I was holding back from telling you anything. I didn't, I didn't want to burst your bubble there. Uh, so, yeah, I, it, it doesn't quite have the magic of the first episode. It's still good. It's, it's still, I'm, I'm very curious. And it's still a slow burner. Like they're 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 taking their time to build everything yeah. up, which is awesome. Yeah. So they, I, they, it still has a lot going for it. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the main actor, the, the main character, John Bernthal, he, Frank uh, Castle, Frank, uh, Mr. Castle, Mr. Mansion. Did he lower his drawbridge? Uh, I, that that can be pictured. I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> ew. Yeah, he 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 loses it a little bit. He uh, he's not the, quite the character that you see in the first episode with him in the beard mm. uh, and his memories about uh, what had happened with his family. Uh, he's a little more outspoken, which is different for him slightly. But it's still good. Okay, I see. I have not watched any more Stranger Things. I I, I haven't forgotten about it. I haven't got. You're still on season one, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you probably have what, like four more episodes to go? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Stay on it. I'm on it, Russ. Don't you dare let that go by the wayside. No, I'm going to finish it. Uh, for nothing else, I need to finish it so I can uh, start showing you The Sopranos. Mm. Yes, we'll have, to, we'll have to watch that on our, on our free time. You're my brother. You know what? You're a good kid. You're a good kid. Part of the family. You mean a lot to me. Yeah, you do. Why don't Something I need you to do. Well, well, I'm busy over here. Yeah, okay. I'm busy over here. I want you to move on, okay? You speed it up a little bit. Too busy eating my spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> the gabagool. You want this meatball? <laughs> I don't like this meatball. <laughs> I don't, don't be sharing your meatballs. <laughs> uh, so did you see anything else or is that it? That'll be it, Russ. Well, 
I have not watched this, but I just saw in the news that the Vikings latest season, I think it's season five. I think it dropped yesterday. And so I'm hoping that perhaps tomorrow night I'll be able to get that. Cause apparently they did some kind of like double feature release, double whammy, double whammy. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And that's actually another one that you need to, to get it. I'll get, that. I think you're going to like the Vikings by the okay. way, I think by the by, I put it all. I, I forgot if I put it on my list, but if I didn't, uh, I definitely will. <coughs> Excuse me. That's yeah, nice. Thanks for turning your head so I didn't receive any of that. No, no, no problem. Gaming-wise, though, you came over the other night and we played more Cuphead. That's true. We really didn't get anywhere, though. No, we didn't. We were stuck uh, between the Queen Bee boss and... Um, the big boat guy, the pirate. Yeah, the captain. The guy, you know, he kind of looks like a distant relative of that one character from um, Steamboat Willie. <coughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Like I the, do. yeah. Kind of the antagonist of the cartoon. He looks like, like he could, I don't know, bear some sort of uh, distant uh, relations. Speaking of Cuphead, they're releasing a software update. I saw that. Yeah, not, but nowhere did they say, oh, yeah, you know, so many parries uh, will get you some some more health or anything like that. Yeah, no, they're not making it easier. They're just squishing some bugs. Yeah. Bugs yeah. that I haven't seen, but apparently they were there. One of the things that I read that they did do is they have nerfed the charge gun, which actually I have. I really haven't used it because I didn't think yeah. it'd be that that right. useful. But the fact that they listed that, I was kind of like, oh, maybe I squandered my opportunity to be able to <laughs> take advantage of that gun. <laughs> That's been halting the progress right there. I know. But we were playing that, and even though we didn't get anywhere, it was still fun to get back into the swing of things. Indeed. The, um, yeah. yeah. But also, too, uh, we took a break from that, and we were playing some of the Evil Within 2. Actually, more like you were playing the Evil Within 2, and I was sitting there watching you enjoying the uh, spectacle, as it were. And uh, my aiming did get a little better, Russ. You what? My aiming. You were ripping yes. on me for my aiming. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you always know when Steve Man. gets a little nervous because... He, uh, he'll start to kind of shoot wildly, and, and uh, I was kind of berating him a little bit there. I was like, you couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. But I survived. He survived, yeah. He whipped out the old shoddy and uh, took out quite a few of the, the folks. So, yeah, you made some progress, which is good. Made it back to the safe room. I always like the safe room. You know, I think that, that game needs to step it up a little bit. Because uh, it's... Not enough of it's happened. I thought I was going to be terrified, mm. and that, and that's there's some some scary moments, but overall it's not too terrifying. Yeah, it seems to play a lot more like Resident Evil, and, and it has more of a thriller feel to it. I mean, there are, there are moments when like like that one dude who we don't know who it is um, was behind that door, which caused you to uh, yeah say a little something something. Yeah, no, that that yeah, the guy who likes to take Kodaks uh -huh. <laughs> caught Steve off guard. Yeah. So that was that was good. that was the one time when <laughs> I think we we our Twitch numbers were up, and then um, <laughs> I was puzzled of where to go, and everyone's like, oh, "Well, I'm bored now." So a lot of people left, and then stuff started to happen. I was like, oh! <laughs> uh. "It's always the case." Yeah. Other than that, though, I don't think I have really played a whole lot. Um, I know that I took advantage of the, the whole Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. And so I was able to, to score quite a few games. I was able to get uh, South Park, The Fractured But Whole, which is just a great thing. Of, just great, great title all, all, all around. What are you looking for? Russ, do you have any tissues in here? Oh, Steve, I'm terribly sorry. I gave them to the wife. 
suck you're just gonna, suck. I have some used ones. You want to use one? I'll use my sleeve. Ooh. Anyway, I got the latest South Park title. I also got the uh, the older Wolfenstein. The older Wolfenstein, Javor. Uh, just because Wolfenstein 2 was so good, so I got Wolfenstein 1. I also got the expansion pack, which I think was either the old blood or something to that effect. Wolfenstein, the new order the blood, new blood order. order, something like that. The, the, the bloody blood. new order. I don't know. The bloody new order. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that. I also got Horizon Zero Dawn's expansion pack, the Frozen Wild. You just can't get enough of those dinosaurs, right? Um, they're not dinosaurs, Steve. The robot dinosaurs. They are cyborgs. Uh, but yeah, I got that. I also got the Uncharted game. It was the sequel to Uncharted 4. I don't know what the exact title is, but I know that... Um, Uncharted again. Off, It's off the charts. It's off the charts. <laughs> Uncharted. <laughs> no, but it's the one that has the two female protagonists to it that caught my eye, so I picked that one up. And there were some other ones too. I think I picked up Doom. And I picked up some a uh, couple others, and I, it's, it's slipping my my brain for Russ, the time being. But just so you know, Steve, it's, it's adding to the what I call the pile of shame, and it's where it's like this pile of games that I have not either played or gotten to play all the way through yet, yeah. and so some of which are are not digital downloads; they're just they're still wrapped in the cellophane. But mark my words, Steve, I will get through them. Hmm. Yeah, uh, ten years from now. Yeah, well, hey, better better late than never. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's get into some uh, movie news, Steve. What do you say? Do it, Russ. <laughs> Netflix renews Stranger Things for season three. Netflix ran a poll on Twitter asking fans if it should make another season of the popular sci-fi show. Shortly thereafter, the company confirmed it's coming, saying, quote, for the love of Steve, duh. So hold tight, baby darts. Season three is officially happening, end quote. Now, I know that you haven't gotten through season two yet, but that makes me particularly excited. It was kind of like a no-brainer, though, because Stranger Things is one of the best original series that Netflix has going at this point in time. And it makes me happy also the fact that you are making your way through season one. Yes. Star Wars' Daisy Ridley says she's done playing Rey after episode nine kind of caused me to raise a little bit of an eyebrow when I saw this, but in an interview with Rolling Stone, Ridley said she expects to be done with Star Wars after episode nine hits theaters in 2019. Ridley believes the third film in this new sequel trilogy will be the perfect way to end Ray's story. Quote, I am really, really excited to do the third thing and round it out because ultimately what I was signing on to do was three films, Ridley said. So in my head, it's three films, I think it will feel like the right time to round it out, end quote. I'm not exactly sure if that was the best thing to say, just because in terms of the the storyline, I I mean, one of two things can happen. Either her character dies or there's some sort of wrapping up to her character. I do think it's worth noting, though, that she seemed to kind of make it known that perhaps maybe down the road, like maybe 20 to 30 years from now, if they're still doing Star Wars movies and they need her character to come back, that she'd possibly be open to that. I'm sure uh, a couple of numbers on a check might suffice for us to bring her back. It's amazing how those numbers (laughs) can persuade. (laughs) Hellboy reboot release date announced. Uh, I know that uh, 
I'm particularly uh, excited about this. I think, I, you, I think you've mentioned Hellboy in the last like 500 episodes. Really. They keep okay. So the, the deal is that they keep dropping these little nuggets of information, and because I'm a fan, I'm going to report it. IGN can confirm that the Hellboy reboot starring Stranger Things is David Harbour, who, who plays a sheriff. Uh, will be released in theaters on January 11th, 2019. Currently, the synopsis of the film is that Hellboy will battle an ancient sorceress seeking revenge while he's caught between both the worlds of man and the supernatural. Sorceress. I'm seeing a lot of female villains come out. Hey, they're, they're coming out. And that's perfectly fine. The last... this Okay, this one's a bit of a doozy here, Steve. Oh, I'm ready. Disney acquisition talks with Fox reportedly uh, back on. Oh my goodness. Deadline co-editor-in-chief Mike Fleming Jr. in his column published today that the potential buying of 21st Century Fox's movie and television operations by Disney is back on the table. Quote, I, I have quite a few quotes here. I just want to start with a juicy rumor that is fast gaining steam in town today that Disney is progressing speedily toward that rumored acquisition of Fox, wrote Fleming. The version I heard was the Murdoch clan keeping possession of sports and news properties and the rest of the TV and the film studio going to Disney. Radio silence right now from both studios and given how Disney made the Marvel and Lucasfilm deals under the cone of silence... If this happens, we will probably only know it when it's announced. It is certainly being talked about today. Fleming continued saying that the reaction in Hollywood is wary due to the uncertainty that comes with potentially reducing a major studio to content generators under the Disney silo system. What do you think of that there, Steve? Uh, I don't know. For, for some reason, this makes me nervous, Russ. I don't, can't put my finger on it. Well, why does it make you nervous? Shouldn't it make you excited? I don't know. I just feel uneasy about it. Why is that? Well, I think... Explain, Steve. Well, expand. Russ, I just... God, I don't know. I... I, <laughs> I don't know. At some point, I think Disney's going to get like too big and with too much influence. It, it's a possibility. <sighs> That's what's making me uneasy. So it could be a really, really good thing or a really, really not good thing. Well, you know how, like, we talked about before, yeah, Fox yeah. has both Fantastic Four yeah, and X-Men. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it'd be nice to have those fall back under the Marvel Studios. I would suggest, roof. if anybody wants to uh, know our thoughts on that, they can tune back into that episode where you go into detail. That is very true. Well... What there comes a time? What's that time? And every joygasm errs life <laughs> when we say hi to Todd. You ready to say hi to Todd, Steve? Say hi to Todd. Let's say hi to Todd. So the topic of the day is the Avengers teaser trailer that got dropped earlier this week. Uh, I know that both of us have been just chomping at the bit, perhaps even a little foaming at the mouth. But uh, 
Anyway, uh, the best way to go about this, I would say, is to actually let's let's check it out. Let's let's watch the trailer again just to um, refresh our memory oh, on so these good. things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea, Ross. <laughs> you like that? You like that idea, Steve? Here we go. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. Watched that trailer so many times, and I'm still look. Look at my arms; I've got total goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Absolutely <clears throat> insane. I mean, it's just it's just, it's just crazy. Well, what's even more crazy is the fact that it's not a very long trailer. And it's not, and they don't give away too much. Yet they they give you just enough to slap you in the face and whet your appetite. Well, so actually, you want a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, Russ? That trailer was three minutes and 31 seconds. Wow. That is how good that trailer is. It feels like it's only 30 seconds or 45 seconds. That is a three minute and 31 second trailer. I mean, that that is insane. I mean, what a turnaround that is from our last episode where we were talking about Justice League and we were talking about how there, there were just not enough... Um, exposition or, or or caring of the characters and just, you know, for those of you who, who haven't listened to it yet, we really urge you guys to check out episode 48 because we go into detail about what DC and Warner Brothers needs to do in order to 
um, fix their situation with um, not only the Justice League, but just the, the the world of DC, the DC extended universe as a whole. So um, not only that, but they need to slow it down, Russ. They they need to slow their roll so mm-hmm. they not bring out these rushed movies. And uh, you know, if they want their if they want our money, Russ, and I know they do, then they gotta slow it down. Give us what we want. It's I'm just sorry. amazing to me though, looking <laughs> at that trailer. I mean, there. That was a teaser trailer. That wasn't even the official trailer, but they put a ton. I mean, just hearing Thanos being able to monologue through it. Mm-hmm. Russ, let me pause you for a second. Now, Hollywood Reporter is saying that this trailer is the most viewed trailer of all time. I know. I was just about to say. Oh, whatever. You didn't know that. Oh, oh, really? You well, that, in, in my notes right here, it says that <laughs> Infinity War smashed the record for most amounts of downloads for a movie trailer in a 24-hour period, receiving a total of 320 million views. Mm-hmm. Stephen King's It last held the record with 197 million views in its first 24 hours. So, yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke <laughs> it. But no, I mean, even um, I was going to get to that a little bit later, but since you brought it up, Steve, yes. no, I mean, that's what, what just blows my mind too, is just the fact that, um, well, first of all, let's just get the, the obvious out of the way. With Stephen King, that was a terrifically marketed movie and mm-hmm. people who saw it, you know, actually people enjoyed it. They didn't think it was going to be, or well, when they saw it, it wasn't as scary as they were led on to believe. But aside from that, it was very interesting just to be able to watch like as the hype grew and, and people were, were getting more and more into it. Did you know that the trailer for the newer it was almost identical to the old trailer of it? No, I'm, I'm not a big Stephen King follower, so I, I don't pay attention to all that. There's a, there's, there's a trailer out there that does what IMDB did with Blade Runner 2049. Uh-huh. Even though the two Blade Runners are two separate movies, it is just a remake of the old one. And they took the trailer of like the little paper sailboat flooding down the, the gutter and going into the you know storm drain and whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh, they took that whole entire thing and they redid it with all the new footage. Oh, cool. Basically, so pretty neat. So with Infinity War, that, that is a tremendous number, just the, the 320 million. And what, what was really cool, the day before this trailer dropped... There was there was just this very simple little nugget of a hint of hey something big is going to come out tomorrow and mm-hmm. I I believe it was someone on Instagram that first dropped it and then it just spread like wildfire and I mean I I know when I went to work I could hear the trailer being played at different <laughs> parts of the office at different times and you just that sort of thing only happens when you have the tentpole films like Star Wars right. or Avengers that sort of thing but. Going back to what we were talking about with regards to Justice League, it is amazing to me. Like w- when you look at that, that 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 number three hundred and twenty million viewings in a twenty four hour period, that is almost the entire population of the United States in a twenty four hour period. I think guesstimating wise, I think the United States probably has somewhere slightly in the vicinity of about three hundred and thirty million people. And so it's crazy to like, I mean, just, just that many people, but why is that? It's because of the way that Marvel studios has doled out their entire, you know, Marvel universe on the silver screen. It's the fact that 
everybody has been going to these standalone films. They've been able to, to understand who these characters are, what they stand for, what they represent, the trials and tribulations that they each go through that are unique to themselves and, and their own little world. And then them coming together, like what we've talked about in the past, that, those numbers just, they're just infallible. You look at that and you're, and you're thinking, my gosh, like that. And this, and this is the third Avengers movie. This isn't the first one. This is the third one that's yeah. coming out. Anyway. Your thoughts, Steve. Now, does we haven't received? Uh, I, I see the Black Panther in the trailer, but we mm. haven't had the Black Panther movie out yet. Correct. Yeah, the Black Panther movie I think is coming out in February, and this one's coming out in May. Because I kind of wish they waited to release the trailer until after the the Black Panther movie came out, because that that kind of dwindles the excitement for Black Panther. No one's going to be thinking about the new Black Panther. <laughs> no one's going to be thinking about the new Black Panther movie. Everyone's going to bypass it and go, oh, but the Avengers, oh, the next Avengers. I mean, not like... I disagree. I don't think they're going to bypass it. I think that um, it's actually going to generate more interest just because they're seeing the same main character now as, you know, in the Avengers movie itself. And I just, I mean, it, it's a no brainer when the Black Panther movie releases in February, you know, they're going to have like the first official trailer of Avengers Infinity War. Well, I hope so. Yeah. So then people will go yeah. check it no, out. I, well, I hope Black Panther does very, very well. I'm and just, actually the buzz on it is go really ahead positive. Go that's fine. Yeah, take that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looking back at uh, THR. I got a the, whole lot of with your name oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, really. Uh <laughs> <laughs> they said that uh, Captain America's Infinity War beard was the most popular part of the trailer. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty striking look for him. I don't think he had a beard in Civil War. He didn't. So, yeah, no, it's it's a nice change up. He's been clean shaven for years. Decades. Decades. <laughs> yes. No, I think it's it's cool because at the end of Civil War... You have the the estranged relationship between Tony Stark and uh, Steve Rogers, as well as as the the crew that that took sides, and so it's one of the biggest things. I, I was reading an article where I believe it was Vanity Fair. I think they were interviewing um, Kevin Feig, but he was talking about okay with Infinity War coming out, this is one of the biggest stories that has been told with all of these characters in um, Marvel. And what they ended up doing was they, they wanted to tell the Civil War story first as a way to set up for Infinity War because at the end of Civil War, you have basically all the Avengers are kind of scattered, right? Like you, you had this big fight among them. There's a, a different ideology taking place. And so that is um, just this this perfect brew of of a setup for Thanos to be able to come in when they're at their weakest, and then they have to kind of come back together and band together and, and uh, try and take him out. So, what did you think of how Thanos looked? Thanos looked. I think he looked better than in Guardians. In Guardians, he looked a little more cartoony. This one, he looks Guardians. In Guardians. I don't remember him being Guardians. I remember, yeah, that, that was, remember he, the, I want to, who was the assassin girl? Um, oh, you're right. You know what? You're right. Thank yep. you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I am right, Russ. <laughs> um, so anyhow, there he looked kind of so, so this one, he looks a little more 
detailed, high rendered. He, he looks more realistic. He looked more realistic, yeah. And I heard that they actually, uh, the actor uh, actually was on set for it and they, they've done kind of a new approach to it. So that way the, the actors aren't just acting against a green screen. They actually have someone who's there, which is, I mean, they've, they've done with other actors too. But in this case, they did kind of a combo of like, maintaining some of the actors like physical form and then blending it with some more of the CG elements. Continue. I have a question for you, Russ. I love it when you ask me questions. Do you think one of the Avengers is going to kick the bucket? Absolutely. Do you think it's going to be Tony Stark, Russ? You know, I asked you this question several (laughs) episodes back. Yeah. I remember this. I don't know who it's going to be. I think it could be Tony Stark, I think, um, or it could be Steve Rogers. I think that um, one of the fun things about this is that I personally never read the Infinity War comics. So I have no idea what the the, the end result is of this huge battle. And I kind of like that in terms of the, just the silver screen because I'm more of a movie guy anyway. So it, I'm kind of in that blissfully ignorant set up. You know who I'm, I'm just going to take a limb. Uh, right. You're going to take a limb. I'm going to take a limb and then some, <laughs> I'm going to say that tree ever do to you. I'm going to say Spider-Man lives. I'm going to say he's nothing. You know, he might give it a couple cuts and bruises, but I think he's going to live. Right? I, yeah. I think Spider-Man's going to live. <laughs> I love, by the way, sp- you know, speaking of Spider-Man, I love that part in the teaser where yeah. like he's on the bus and you see his arm hairs all stand up. I mean, we, what we, a great visual for a Spidey sense. Exactly. Finally get some Spidey sense. Uh-huh. There you go. In terms of characters dying, though, I, it's, it's a good question. I think that there is a very high probability that whether Captain America or Iron Man or both, I think that, that those two are ripe for uh, something going on. The only th- reason I think it's going to be Tony is because he was saying that he didn't want to do any more of the Avengers movies. So they kind of have to get rid of him. Well, here's the deal that actually point. several of them, um, their contracts are over with after Infinity War. Yeah. Man. So that's not limited to just Tony, but also, um, you know, Steve Rogers, right. Black Widow, I think even Hawkeye, uh, the Hulk, Thor. I mean, pretty much the like like the OGs of uh, the Avengers group. They don't have any kind of contract extensions. And so I'm not sure. And not to mention the fact that also, I mean, the, the cast is starting to age a bit. Right. So let's see. Oh, you know who we haven't talked about is Vision. Because you see in the trailer, he, uh-huh. he removes the Infinity Stone from off his, his uh, Well, you don't there. see in the trailer, you just see them like using that weird staff thing and he's going through a lot of pain. You don't actually see them pluck it out. However, I think it's a foregone conclusion that they get it back. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing with Thanos, right? He has to put all the Infinity Stones into his gauntlet. Right. Uh, but doesn't, doesn't Vision have to... Doesn't he exist with that Infinity Stone on his head? I th- yeah, I mean, that's my understanding is that the whole reason for him actually being able to take on a physical form because he's essentially Jarvis. Yeah. He's Jarvis, but in a physical form when, when that's why how he becomes Vision. Having said that, though, we do, you know, we're not pros when it comes to the comics with regards to Vision. I mean, I, I think that we would need to get someone in here who knows a lot of the backstory to understand just how that relationship works but with the Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part of the trailer, Steve? The end. <laughs> when, the end? When, when, uh, what was it? What was that Thor goes, who are you guys? Who the hell are you? And then it's, uh, the guardians of the galaxy. You know what? I, I 
Let me just say something here, Russ. Let me let me say something. I let Stop you say talking. a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I let you say a lot of things. What are you talking about? <laughs> We've had a back and forth a little bit with the humor that's been going on in the in the Marvel movies and so so of the DC movies. Mm-hmm. I hope that they keep the humor relatively to a minimum. With the cast and crew of the Guardians, I hope that's where the humor stays. Yeah. You know, because this is a very serious movie. Or, well, serious in the Marvel Universe, anyway. And the feel that they put with this is also very somber and and serious. Right. So, just like we saw in Justice League, where... uh, there was hardly any serious whatsoever. You don't just kind of, you know, take out the baddie and whatever. They got to put some weight on this. Well, and I think they will because the directors are the Russo brothers and they're the ones who did Civil War. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they also did Captain America Winter Soldier. So both of those movies are very heavy. I mean, they're they're not the the plucky, uh, carefree, lighthearted kind of uh, Marvel movies that we've seen here and there. But... Yeah, I cannot wait for this movie. I think that they have done a tremendous job cultivating the just just the the, the overarching story up to this point. I mean, I, I think that everything it's weird, but when you think of the timeline, you can tell that like the first Avengers movie was like a big milestone for them to be able to have these standalone films and then do that Avengers movie. And that was like the golden age of um comic book movies, right? Mm. Now we're getting up to the third one, and there are 32 superheroes in this. Do you understand how awesome that is? Like, I'm looking at IMDb right now. I mean, you have Black Widow, you have Nebula, Thor, Loki, Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, Star-Lord, Doctor Strange, Hulk, Gamora, Mantis, Iron Man, Hawkeye, Thanos. Thanos is, of course, not a superhero. <laughs> More of a supervillain. Indeed. Um... But you also have the the Winter Soldier himself, right, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bucky Barnes. You have Steve Rogers. You have Drax. Uh, you have Groot, of course. Rocket Raccoon. The Collector is back. Wow. Um, who else? You have Ant Man. Ant Man's in there. Uh, Black Panther. Pepper Potts is back as well. We haven't seen her in a while. There's Vision. I mean, it just goes on on Falcon War Machine. It's just insane. And then they also have some folks who are rumored, like like Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok, who um, they're thinking may be making a, an appearance in here as well since Thor is in there. So You know, speaking of War Machine, if Tony Stark does kick the bucket, uh-huh. I think they'll have uh, Don Cheadle become the new Iron Man. Yeah. That would be cool because, I mean, War Machine's in it, but he's kind of like, you know, whatever. Well, again, we just we just don't know the backstory. I know. I'm but- just... Just throwing it out there. Oh, okay. Just, just go ahead. Let me, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Throw it out there. Well, I already did. Now you squashed it. Go ahead. Toss it. No, I, I, Because, yeah, well, like, well, like I just said, if you look at the Iron Man movies and then Avengers and whatever, it, he's just kind of a, oh, we're going to throw in War Machine, have him fly around and blow some stuff up a little bit here. <laughs> but he doesn't have very much of a presence. They, they make him known. And he's It's nice to see him. But, uh, but if it would make sense that He's a likable character. And if Tony Stark does kick the bucket, we could just move John Juno right in. He's already used to the suit and all the computers and everything. He knows what's what. Done deal. I have a theory. What? So my limited understanding of Doctor Strange is that not only... Did you see the movie? 
It's on my list. I have not seen oh. it yet, Russ. I, there's only so many hours in the day. For shame. You do realize you will be loving yourself some Benedict Cumberbatch. I know. Well, I have until when? May May the 4th? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I have some time to watch it, Russ. Well, anyway, that was actually both the wife and I uh, really enjoyed that movie. We, we kind of went in with lower expectations. We're like, who's Dr. Strange? We never heard of this guy. <laughs> By the end of the movie, though, I was like, man, okay, I like Dr. Strange. This is, a, this is a pretty cool character. He's pretty unique. Anyway, my limited understanding of Dr. Strange is that not only can he open up dimensions so that, that he can teleport to different worlds or galaxies or even different parts of, of uh, Earth, that sort of thing, but I... I think he can also mess with time. And so again, I have not read the infinity war comic story. So I have no idea what happens, but my, my geek sense is telling me that there's a, a high probability that he will somehow be able to alter time or do something that they can use from as, as a creative vehicle to reboot the entire franchise due to all these contracts uh, coming to an end. I could just see Thanos appearing like he, you know, he was teleported or something. He walked through the portal. I could see him coming out going, and then, uh, and then (laughs) 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 Dr. Strange pushed him right back through a portal. Ah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That goes on back and forth. You know, uh, actually, it's funny that you say that because, and I'm not going to spoil it for you, Steve. Uh, but um, why well, I've seen the the story via the cartoon. Right? No, 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 a little no. bit about it. I, I'm talking about just Doctor Strange. No. The yeah, I'm just going to say you're you're going to like that movie. Okay, well, you're going to like. It. Okay. But anyway, I mean, just the sheer number of characters in this movie. This is it's unreal. Like it's easy to just like go through IMDb and just be like, oh, okay, yeah, the so and so and so and so is going to be in the movie. That sort of thing. This is. Cr- Crazy, like the the sheer number of Marvel characters that we are going to see simultaneously on screen. I I know that it was coming just based off of um, the earlier announcements that Disney made at like Comic-Con and that sort of thing. But it's it's almost like it's it's hard to like find the right words for it. I mean, are are you pretty pumped to see this? Not at all. I'm going to pass. I'm going to sleep right through it. Yeah. I'm going to take a Benadryl and then... uh, (laughs) I mean, what are your thoughts with with regards to having 32 characters on screen? You can't walk into this not knowing any of the characters, Roz. If you are, if you are, you know, maybe you missed a couple of the films and you're like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll go see it, you know. You're going to walk in there and be like, okay, what's the story? Where did he come from? How do you guys have that ability? You know, this, that, or the other. You're going to have to do your uh, your due diligence and go watch all of the independent movies before you have, you come in here so you know what's what. Actually, you brought up a really good point. I, I think I I that know I uh, this, yeah. you and I are going to need to binge watch every Marvel movie. I don't know. You have a few of them. So, uh, well, I have... Okay, so here's the deal. I have phase one. Like, like Marvel Studios has been really good about like... Um, all the standalone movies that go up to the first Avengers movie is considered phase one. So I have all of those. I still want to get that collector's edition. Oh, by the way, hint, hint, Steve. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're uh, looking for something for me for Christmas, oh, you know, just throwing that in there real wow. quick. Wish I knew that on Black Friday. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, Marvel um, 
a little while back had done the same thing. Like at the end of phase one, they had this really awesome collector's edition that had all the movies in there and it had like this cool little Tesseract. Uh, actually, I don't know if it was, yeah, it was. it was. It was the briefcase with the Tesseract in there and that was considered phase one. At the end of um, the Avengers Age of Ultron, that was, the, I believe, if I'm remembering this correctly, that was the end of phase two. And they had, once again, all the movies and they had another thing. And I can't remember what it was, but it was another type of like cool collector's edition thing. So you can like Amazon it or Google it or whatever, and you can probably find it. Um, so when um, the Infinity War comes out, once again, that I believe that will culminate phase three. And then they have other phases too. I, in that same interview I mentioned earlier with Vanity Fair, Kevin Feig was saying how Disney already has, I believe it's between 17 to 20 films already like scheduled. That's insane. I mean, they're going full tilt with that. And also just the, the sheer number of characters that they have too is it's just nuts. It is. Have you seen the uh, the cover stories that Vanity Fair is doing no. regarding Avengers? I don't, I don't read Vanity Fair. Rose. Well, Steve, I'm glad <laughs> that uh, I have this up for you because this is right here. Um, these are the covers that they are going to be released that deal with... Uh, the Avengers Infinity War. And so there are, there are literally, you know, of course, so many characters that they've broken them up. So it's like a collector's thing. There, I think there's like five covers. So like the first one has like Spider-Man and Star-Lord, Doctor Strange, Pepper. And then there's another one that has Falcon and um, Iron Man, Thor. Did you notice the uh, Black Widow is now blonde instead of a redhead? I did notice that. And then the, uh, the third oh, cover. Oh, I, I saw that one. You saw this one? I saw that with one. The Hulk yeah. and uh, right, Black right. Panther. You had Scarlet Witch and then Ant-Man. Uh, the fourth one has Vision, Hawkeye, War Machine, Captain America. And actually, I'm not sure who that is. There's a woman that, that is over on the right-hand side. I'm not sure which character she is. She might be a new character. Could it be Scarlet Witch? Well, no, Scarlet Witch is up here. That's Scarlet Witch there. Yeah. Oh, it's a little too far away for me to tell. But anyway, really, really cool. Um, I always like it when when they do this. I, I love it and I hate it. I love it because it's like, ooh, look at all these things I can get. And then I think, oh, man, I got to get all of them. It costs more money. Money. You know, I I wonder. You know how they have they use those Easter eggs at the end of all the films? Oh, yeah. So I wonder what they're going to have at the end of Black Panther. Oh, I'm sure it'll be something that really segues into Infinity War. Because it's been different all this whole entire time. Mm -hmm. And at the end of Thor, <laughs> uh, they, you see you see Loki and Thor look at Thanos' ship. Yeah. Unless I'm totally wrong and that wasn't Thanos' ship. Everybody but, thinks that's Thanos' ship. Yeah. Unless I and everybody else was wrong. Um, <laughs> so they kind of, <laughs> they told you that this was basically coming up and here, ergo, we have the trailer. But since we still have one more film to go, they might be able to. They might do that, or they might give us something else. You know. You know. I have no idea, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Also, too, the fact that they are the, the story of Infinity War is so large. You know that they're splitting it into two movies. <gasps> he didn't know that, ladies and gentlemen. He's looking at me, and he's like. Well, I read that they were they're coming out in 2019 with the fourth Avengers movie, which with with Thanos. I believe I read that. Yeah, that's yeah. part two. That's part two of the Infinity War. Like basically, the story is so large. Like we're gonna have one movie that's coming out in 2018, and then the second one comes out comes out 2019. It's a continuation. I mean, I don't. I, 
I w- I cannot wait to see what the cliffhanger is going to be. It's probably going to be absolute torture. You're like, no, you can't end right there. No. So, yeah. Uh, Dude, someone's going to get it. I Dude. know someone's going to get it. That's going to be the cliffhanger. Everyone's, <laughs> and everyone's going to be talking about it. I mean, it'll be a good cliffhanger, but I know someone, someone's got to. Uh. I mean, again, I hope... I mean, j- just looking at this movie, I want them. I want these movies to be long. I mean, if the trailer, if the teaser trailer is any indication, the fact that you thought it was so short and it was three minutes and thirty-one seconds for a teaser trailer, I want. Like, I would be perfectly happy if both of those um, Avengers movies were four hours long each. I would love for a four-hour-long each part one and part two well, it, of Avengers. Me too, but it, it couldn't just be one huge long battle. I mean, that would be draining. no, no, no. But just yeah. just in terms of the sh- like, once again, it's it's all about character development. Like having all of these characters together and just watching the relationships unfold on screen. That just that takes time. You have to like we have the standalone uh, films and we also have had to a certain extent some of the the characters group up like the Avengers or even in Captain America Civil War where like you had Spider-Man that was coming in briefly. But having all of these other characters especially with the Guardians of the Galaxy what what are your thoughts on, on the notion of seeing the Avengers fight alongside the Guardians? I think it'd be cool. I'd see uh, Star Lord fly around with his boots and uh, you know have, zip out his one liners and <clears throat> and then I, you know what would be cool is if uh, remember at the end of the of the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie where he was just unloading on yeah I want to see that I want to see him come out of nowhere and try and save somebody's life and just go you know with those with those pulse uh, pulse pistols now it's a big deal that the Guardians of the Galaxy is in this movie also because of the fact that Star-Lord hasn't been back to Earth. Right. He's coming home. Yeah. There's a lot going on here, Rose. And, and again, I'm assuming that the battle takes place on Earth. I mean, that's just, well, I that, could be that, wrong, but. It looks like it, Ross. Something's going on on Earth because you see a big floaty thing that, or Spider-Man sees a big floaty yeah. thing. Yeah. Middle of uh, the city. But that, I mean, that alone right there, it's kind of like, wow. Like, okay, so what is his reaction going to be? He hasn't been back to home since he was a boy. Yeah. And what what's it going to be like to see how society has changed since the 80s. You know, he he was kind of more of like a 70s, 80s kid. I wonder what Mantis is going to do because she can't really do any superhero stuff besides just put her hand on you and be like, oh, I know your past. I know your thoughts. Again, it all boils down to the script writing. She's going to make Thanos fall asleep. She's going to come out of nowhere and like put her (laughs) hand on him and make him fall asleep. I'm like, oh, breather. There there were a couple of very brief, brutal scenes that we saw in the trailer. One of which was where Thanos just hauls off and decks Iron Man. I mean, he just just falls face first onto the ground. And there was another one too, where I think he actually grabs Spider-Man. Spider-Man's like on the, on his back on the ground and Thanos's hand is like the size of Spider-Man's torso. You know, what would have been really moving would be if, uh, if you saw the Hulk, which you know, the Hulk's going to be in it. Yeah. And how, you know, big and buff the Hulk is and how the Hulk throws around everybody. Mm-hmm. If you saw Thanos then throw around the Hulk. Yeah. Well, I'm sure and, you will. Oh yeah. I'm just saying like in the trailer, speaking of the trailer, I hope I, you might disagree with us. If this was the only trailer that we saw, I would be happy as well because I don't want the trailer to be longer and I don't want it to be more telling. I want it to, I want to taste. That's true. That's a really good point. Yeah. This is really good as it is. I don't really want to watch anything because, Mm -hmm. because 
you know, I don't want anything else to be spoiled. Yeah. They Marvel's been great with the trailers. I will give them they've, that. They've been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so they haven't been making the mistakes that other movie, you know, movies have. At the same time, I'm nervous. I really like this. And I want to keep it as is. I think that's, a, that's an excellent point. I think that if they never were to come out with another trailer, they have sold everybody on it. The fact that they, once again, in the first 24 hours, they got 320 million views. <laughs> Who knows how many views it's going to have? I, and you know what's interesting is I, I actually w- was watching the numbers go up. Like I like when I remember when it dropped first and I was looking for it because I posted it to our Joygasm YouTube page. And then I went back and I was checking the numbers. I mean, it was just jumping, jumping, jumping. And I'm just sitting there thinking, this thing has only been out for like a couple of hours. And, and, and you know, typically a movie trailer drops, you'll get like 2 million views or right. you'll get 4 million views, something like that. And it was just crazy because I all of a sudden it would jump to like 40 million views. I'm thinking, man, this thing's only been live for like three hours or something like just this is crazy so anyway going back to some of the other parts that i find to be very exciting about is also if you think of gamora and nebula those are the daughters of thanos and they're ball buddy buddy now yeah the daughters are buddy buddy so it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out in terms of them you know, facing their father again, you know, there's just those, those you gotta love those family dynamics in cinema. Um, Don't tell us what to do, dad. <laughs> <laughs> We're adults. So yeah, I mean, you have that. And then of course you have Spider-Man coming in who really hasn't had a chance to prove himself yet. You know, when we watched homecoming, you had just kind of this, introduction to him getting his feet wet. Tony Stark was mentoring him a bit. He was fighting with Vulture, uh, but you, he hasn't really been in like a real dire situation. We, we saw him briefly, of course, in Civil War. But again, it was just one of those things where it wasn't life or death. It was more of like a scuffle, yeah. you know, or beat down, that sort of thing. So yeah, there, there's that to contend with because once again, Peter Parker is just a teenager. He looks like he's like 16, 17 years old. And so that, you know, what's going to happen to his innocence as a kid? You know what else happened uh, on in Civil War uh, was they, they signed this treaty that they weren't going to be going out and destroying stuff. And, half of them did. Yeah, half of them did. And I forgot what happened at the end of the, of the movie. But, I mean, Steve Rogers never signed it. And right. half of them did, did not. Half of them did. But at the end of the movie, it's kind of a toss up how everybody yeah. feels. Yeah, no, at the end of, of Civil War, really, I mean, you have, like I said, that you have this estranged relationship between um, just all the Avengers. You have people who have, have chosen a side, and as a result, you you know, the, the Avengers itself is kind of this empty shell of an organization. I mean, they're, they're, an organization is nothing without its people. And so I think that you're going to have to, to see that. And I think that, that that's why I was mentioning earlier too. It sets up Infinity War really well because Thanos is what ultimately brings everybody back, back together and unites them. And so, yeah, you're probably going to see a lot of the, the kind of the awkward conversations and situations. But I also think too, you're going to see realizations take place where what's more important is to protect your friends to, to, to you know, if you see them about ready to die, even though, I mean, it's the whole complicated relationship thing. 
One thing you're going to have to look out for is what uh, Nick Fury is going to have to say about Thor's eye patch. Because I remember in our review of Thor, uh-huh. you know, when Thor plucks out an eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, we had a few people with eye patches, and you said, I think you said Nick Fury's going to have to say, like, I'm the only one with an eye patch. Uh-huh. No one else can have an eye patch but me. Oh, you know there's going to be some sort of obligatory quip or something. <laughs> Trying to think if there's anything else in the, the the trailer itself. You know what else is gonna have to happen? Thor doesn't have his hammer anymore. So he's gonna have but to But he like, doesn't need it. I know. He's gonna have to rain down a bunch of lightning everywhere. I'm looking yeah. forward to that, Rose. Yeah, no, I, I can you imagine just No, I can't. What I, I'm honestly I'm thinking about ILM and I'm thinking about all the other special effects houses. This has gotta be just uh, the pinnacle of the these artists' careers, and they must be terrified beyond measure because well, they should be. The rendering times on those things is is going to be nuts with with just what all they have to do. Got to be done either way, and I hope it's even better. This movie is it's touted as going to be a staple in geek history, <laughs> and and it needs to have better CG than what we've been seeing. And I've been spewing it out for the last few movie reviews we had with CG. I want to see something that's going to blow my mind. I, I think you will. I think that, that this, this is so important for Disney and Marvel studios to get right. And honestly, my, my gut is telling me that they're going to nail it. I think that when people go see it, it's going to be absolutely nuts. They even brought the Hulkbuster back. You know, Iron Man was in his Hulkbuster oh, yeah. suit. Yeah, I remember that, yep. You know, that, that was really cool that, that that made another appearance. It's just nuts. I mean, the, the teaser trailer had so much going on in there. And, and it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see all of these characters on screen together. I know I keep saying that, but we're very fortunate to be living in this time. I never thought, that in our lifetime, we would be able to sit down in a theater and watch these comic operas just unfold before our eyes. I thought that this was just some sort of like fantasy thing that folks who like comic books just like to talk about and say, wouldn't it be cool if, and really we owe our thanks to Kevin Fagg. I mean, he's the one who is the, the, the linchpin for this entire thing. I mean, he, it was really fascinating to, to read that article because they talked about how when he was younger and he was starting out, he actually started out as some kind of like assistant for Richard Donner's wife, which Richard Donner was the director of the 1978 Superman. And his wife, I believe, was a producer, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, when he was younger, he started out as like some sort of lowly assistant and he got into like the whole producer side of things. And as a result, like, um, you know, he, he eventually got a job at, uh, at Marvel back before it was Marvel studios before it was just like the Marvel comic book company. And they, and they had kind of a, um, a film arm of their company, but it was very small. And he was the one who actually would go on to some of the, um, the sets back in like the Brian Singer days, like when, when the first X-Men movie first came out and like the Hulk movie came out, that sort of thing. And he was um, very much a stickler for making sure that the movies were were in line with like the, their comic book counterparts. So one of the funny stories uh, that he was he was recounting was that the hairstylist that was working on Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, um, she wasn't doing his hair right, and he was going over there and was saying, "No, you need to make his hair taller." 
like get that hair up. Like right. Wolverine's hair, it's all about that that very iconic hairstyle that he has. And apparently the hairstylist was just really getting bent over it. And she's like, oh, fine. And like she's like was doing the stuff and she's like, is that good enough? Like she's she's uh. just all like bitter and stuff. And he's like, yeah, that's it. That's that's how he's supposed to look. So I feel like it's important to mention that just because this guy has um, you know, during the earliest days, really been been really pushing to try and get these worlds realized. And then finally, he was able to be placed into a position of being president of Marvel Studios. And as a result, he's the architect. He's the one who who has thought up this whole standalone film thing. And then you have like the the big unite of, you know, the the big WWF SmackDown or WWE, whatever you <laughs> want to call it. Um but yeah, I mean, j- just seeing how these things have unfolded and how, I, I mean, really 98% of the time, granted, there's a couple of movies that came out, they're like, eh, it's not so good. But for, for the most part, looking at these movies and everything else, I mean, he has cultivated this, this amazing Marvel ecosystem that exists. It's organic and that, that the masses just can't get enough of. And especially considering that he already has another like 20 films that are, that are on the docket for you know, the next 10 years, at least it's just amazing to see like where this is going to go. So my hat goes off to that guy. I would love to take that guy out to dinner and just be like, dude, just tell me stories, man, of how this whole thing has, has gone about. I mean, the fact too, that he has been able to maintain relationships, like good relationships, as far as I know, with these actors, if you think about it, we've been, we've now had Marvel studio movies for 10 years. We've already had 10 years worth of Marvel movies. It's insane. He's speechless over here, Steve. What? <laughs> you were going on and on and you look at me like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I know. I'm thinking back to the first Iron Man. What do you want me to say? I want to hear some reactions, Steve. Do you agree with what I'm saying? I'm glad we have somebody in office who's uh, quite the detailist, you know? You know, what year did the first X-Men movie come out? X-Men? It had to have been, like, early 2000s, I imagine. Two thousand. I was five years off. Not that bad. That is nuts. Yeah, if I'm I'm looking um, I'm looking at Kevin Figg's IMDb right now just to like take a little look see. Yeah, this guy, this dude is so busy. Oh, this dude. This oh. dude. Oh man, this dude is so busy. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. So, and yeah, that that's the deal. Is like the the, the <clears throat> first official movie that was a part of the Marvel Studios trajectory, if you will, was Iron Man from two thousand eight. That's what I was saying. Man. This is nuts. Yeah, Iron Man was one was a good movie. Iron Man one was a great movie. That's know. probably one of my favorite Marvel movies so far. I bought the DVD right before the Blu-ray came out, thinking, yeah, and then the Blu-ray came out, and I'm like, mm, I can't return the movie now. <laughs> Might have to wait till it comes out in fork. In, in fork. Fork. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, do you have any other thoughts about that, Steve? 
No, Russ. I uh, think that's that'll do it for tonight for me. Yeah, I once again. Well, here, you know, you 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 all have heard enough from me, Steve. Are you pumped? How that? You, you you just you seem like you're you're just you're very collected over there. I feel like I'm about to like burst out of my clothes over Russ, here. Russ, I'm I'm a bit more reserved than you are. I am jumping for joy inside. I'm not letting it show as much as you are on the outside. I'm more the introvert brother. You're that, more the extrovert brother. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Indeed. So before we sign off, <laughs> one more thing. That's right. So we um, have a round <laughs> two SNES classic mini giveaway that in the previous episode we announced who the winner was, and that winner um, unfortunately never stepped forward. So we mm. uh, need to draw again. Very unfortunate, but we'll make somebody else's day. If you're listening. David son, David son, not to be misconstrued with the son of David, (laughs) (laughs) David son, please uh, get in touch with us over Twitter. Send us a direct message. Let us know where we can send your prize. That's very important. Um, And you will have, we're going we're gonna to give you 72 hours to be able to claim that prize. So make sure that you get in touch with us on Twitter um, just because we need to, first of all, we need to get your address where you want us to, to ship sure. your prize. That's kind of important. Uh, but also, too, we just need to cross-reference uh, which YouTube handle you have just because part of the rules are that you uh, follow us on Twitter and then you retweet what our little tweety tweet says there. And then also you follow us on YouTube. So making sure that we uh, dot the I's and cross the T's, if you know what I'm saying. Now, just uh, so we're clear, you have won a Super Nintendo with the wireless controller. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not only do you have the classic mini, but also the wireless controller. So don't be shy. Direct message us. We are here to give away stuff. The other thing, too, is that we have yet another SNES classic mini <laughs> to give away, but we can't actually, like, not that we can't, but we just don't want to uh, start that one until we've got the, the current one taken care of. We got we, we have a lot of stuff to give away. We're giving it away, We're givers. people. It's Christmas time. <clears throat> anyway, I think that about wraps it up. Be sure to check us out on patreon.com slash joygasm and subscribe to get the most out of the show. Also, you can follow us on such lovely platforms as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on soundcloud.com slash joygasm TV. And we do invite you to uh, search Joygasm TV on Twitch so that way you can see us stream our gaming adventures live, which takes place on Wednesday evenings. So typically that happens around, I would say, about 9 p.m. Central Time. Don't be late. We'll talk to you next time. (laughs)